Welcome back to Miserable and Reckless, where we bring you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things the South. As always, I'm Logan, sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. And like we always say, make sure to go on the Apple Podcast, give us five stars, give us a great review, follow us on Spotify, Twitter, Facebook for some great content, and we will link to our Bless Your Heart segments and all those uh, people that are doing some good things out in the world. Now, pivoting away from good things, let's go with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Morgan, you want to kick things off? Sure. I got a, a late one here. I just remembered about uh, tech, good one. Tech got two uh, two commitments that they got flipped from a lesser known college in Louisiana to come up. Two brothers uh, out of Salem, McDonald brothers, uh, linebackers, which is pretty nice. Saw they're pretty, both pretty big guys, 6'4", 215 pounds. Should turn out to be a nice pickup. Uh, another good, another good thing is we are nearing the very end. I know I keep saying it, but we're nearing the very end of. <laughs> that kid number two arriving so bridget should be here any day now we were being told which is great one last good thing tech's uh clemson game first quarter tech played a great game kept up with clemson on to my bad uh tech's second half of that game they they showed up well they didn't show up their the sprinkler <laughs> system showed up but they didn't uh, it just it turned, ended up being what I knew it was going to be, which is just pretty bad all around. Um, have no idea who our quarterback is going into the UVA game. And then the ugly, I'm going to say Big Ten all around. You backpedaled your entire season, and now you've redone your thought process on how many games need to be played to have a championship game for Ohio State to backpedal their way into the four-game playoff, which I think is not fair to other teams. Regardless of how good Ohio State is, how much money and fanfare they'll bring to the TV ratings, I think it should be, you know, teams who've played nine games should have more of a shot at it. That's right. Screw the Big Ten. All right, Ryan? Does the B in Big Ten stand for backpedaling? Conference of Rutgers, please. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, my good... We, we may hear about this later. I'm, I'm unsure. Uh, the Coastal BYU game really kind of lived up to the hype. It really came down to it. Um, Coastal had to basically have a stop there and on, on the one-yard line against BYU to win the game. It was pretty exciting. Um, it was just really an interesting game to watch. It's, COVID has brought a lot of bad things this year, but at the same time, it's also brought some really cool things about seeing some really kind of last-minute games come together and things that we may not see otherwise. So I guess we'll look at the silver lining. Um, I don't know where Coastal is specifically, but they got to be in the top 12 or something right around now. Sorry. 13. All right. Another good for this week is officially on Monday. I did actually settle on the, I think we talked about this briefly, but I did actually settle on that condo. So I have a a house. I'm a homeowner now. I think I'm the first homeowner, right? On this podcast. Correct. Maybe more on that in our anchor topic about how homeownership is not all it's cracked up to be now that I'm 36 hours into it. Um, Hope the hot water heater doesn't break. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But uh, it should be a nice place. So I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully me and my wife can enjoy that going forward. So that's a good, um, a bad. Uh, I just got two brief ones. Um, I think the ACC showing against the Big Ten um, in this ACC Big Ten challenge. Um, that's my goodness. We went one and six. The ACC did yes, uh, yesterday, so that wasn't uh, super awesome. Carolina did okay against Iowa, but not great. Kind of faded down the stretch. Um, 
And then the other thing that I noticed, uh, Dustin, maybe I'll, you should go next, but I saw Duke football had the ball, the time of possession for 32 minutes and 24 seconds, and they scored zero points. It's just, there's only 60 minutes in a game. I just, we joked last week about the turnovers. I was actually watching the game at like, what, like 11? It was on later at night. It was an 8 p.m. kick. Yeah. And th- th- there was four TDs and I was, te- or sorry, four turnovers. And I was texting everyone like, oh, maybe five, maybe six, come on. And they threw a last minute, whatever. I forget what it was. And we got up to five turnovers. And it was the only reason I was watching the game at that point in time. Maybe, maybe they'll get six. <laughs> so I guess I lost that bet. Maybe we should have a new one. <clears throat> and then my ugly is very simple. It was the tech fan that screamed at the ref on live camera before the half. <laughs> everyone in America heard. Uh, the initials could have stood for Florida University Atlantic, if you can read between the lines of what they yelled. <laughs> <laughs> all right dustin that was a good moment <laughs> oh man um all right good uh myrtle beach um got primetime attention on espn game day uh they had the big game it was a five thirty kick but it still was a big game and it was a really good game as angle said but coastal carolina that literally was a last second battle right on the one yard line, just awesome game to watch. Um, but more importantly, Myrtle beach and their airbrush t-shirts and their saltwater taffy and their buffets <laughs> and the, you know, the, where the pavilion used to be. And the the pavilion when I get yeah. Like it was, it, it got a whole lot of attention. Um, it's a place that's near and dear to, I know most of our hearts, especially me and Logan. And, uh, it was, it was great to see. And I'm going to keep singing its praises. I think we're all going to be, Next couple of weeks, uh, we're going to be singing the praises of Myrtle Beach because Myrtle Beach Bowl is coming soon. Um, bad. Uh, in the Wolfpack game last week, an NC State player got a flag for shaking his finger for stopping. Uh, it was an excessive celebration flag for like basically saying, like, we denied you this pass. <laughs> and I was just like, why? Is this like, the 80s when they created new rules because they didn't like the way that you operate it. It's like, you celebrate too much. We don't like, we like Nebraska better. So we're going to implement these new rules. Like, it, sorry, hurt your feelings. You know, you know, the best way to shut them up, beat them. Like, it, it's, it's just ridiculous. I was so mad about it. I was sitting there grumpy, just like, what? This is the dumbest flag I've ever seen in my entire life. And in my 30 for 30 voice, what if I told you? This isn't the first time crap like that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Would be 100% believable, but it was just, I, I don't know. I, it was something that really, really grinded my gears last week. <laughs> and I re- immediately wrote it down. I was like, I cannot forget this stupid idiot call. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. The other bad is uh, me. I told you last week that Duke, was done. I mean, I think it was wishful thinking that Duke was done with their game with Miami, but they're not. They have a game <laughs> against Forest State this week. So the Wake Forest game that they were supposed to play got canceled. I just, I, I was under the impression that the Florida State game was on its way to being canceled too. Not so. This week in Durham, getting back on that football field. I mean, I know Florida State sucks this year, but, you know, we're leading the nation in turnovers at 35 for those counting at home. So, uh, I saw a stat, and I want to make sure I get it right here. No team has turned the ball over more 
than except for Idaho since 2008, and they had 39 on the season. So if they get four more, they at least tie that record. If they get five, they break it. So maybe that should be the bet this week um, of whether Florida – it's questionable whether Florida State's going to be able to turn them over, but whether Florida State is actually going to turn them over five times or not because they've kind of been on a streak here where it's at least five turnovers a game. Um, I'll take that bet. Oh, yeah. I'll take the bet. It's the only thing make, making the game worth watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're at 35. What do you think it's going to be at the end of, the, end of this game? I think they'll break the record. Break it or tie it? Break I it. I guess let's go around. Angle break it, Morgan. Break it. What's Forty. the record? Uh, 39, they're at 35. Oh, they'll, break they'll break it. They'll break it. I'm going to say tie <laughs> it. I'm going to go with tie it. Just to be... Nice. Half optimistic. <laughs> They'll only have four turnovers this week. <laughs> so we'll give you an update next week, uh, folks. Let you know where that stands. I don't know what we're betting, but we'll figure it out later. <laughs> uh, my last ugly is uh, disrespect. Um, I got two examples. Again, going back to the Wolfpack game, uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, was about to lose a game, and the announcer went on to start rattling off the names of the 23 players or something like that that didn't play, as if like that was the difference in the football game. The 23 kids who don't play weren't dressed on the sideline, so that's why NC State beat the Wolfpack. And I'm like, and he like literally was reading out the names. That was another thing that kind of was grinding my gears. It's because the ACC Network game. You know who runs that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, and then the other one was in the Clemson Virginia Tech broadcast. Virginia Tech was actually played a good half of football. And in the beginning of the third quarter, they brought in Ian Book mm-hmm. to do an interview, at, talking to him about. So they basically cut completely away from the game, except for a little corner in the bottom of the screen. And we're just like, what's it going to be like when you match up against Clemson again? And. Clemson hadn't won the football game yet. Yeah. It was the most disrespectful, ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And I agree. I was, I was just like, Tech's played a good football game. At that point, they had played a good football game, and it wasn't in, unthinkable <clears throat> that they could have won that, fo- that game. And, and, and they were sitting there having a conversation about, like, so when you match up Notre Dame against Clemson, um, because clearly this game is over, uh, what, what will that be like? It was just ridiculous. That's something so, you do like in an Illinois Rutgers 12 p.m. Saturday game. Right. <laughs> you know, nobody cares about that. Or Duke Florida that, State this week. Like I, I understand Tex having a bad year, but Jesus, they they don't deserve disrespect like that. Yeah. So I just I don't know. Those are things that stood out. There were some little things like that that I was just like I, I, can punch them in the I, I can't wait to complain about this and talk about how dumb it is. So there you go. My good, bad, and ugly. All right, so for me, the good. I'm going to just go on and say this one last time on the podcast. The uh, NC State football this year, myself included, most people didn't give give them a chance to have as good, good of a season as they've had. Finished year 8-3 and three after a 4-8 and eight year last year. The offense night and day better. So Dave Doran for ACC Coach of the Year. I think he deserves it this year. Wouldn't have said that at any point in his tenure, but this was by far his best coaching job he had. So hats off to the Wolfpack and hats off to uh, Coach Doran. The bad. 
going to go with an ice cold take from the the show The Huddle from ACC Network, where they put up a graphic preseason that said, "There's for anybody that doesn't know, there's a uh, tradition at NC State for the students called the Krispy Kreme Challenge, where you run from campus down to Peace Street to the Krispy Kreme, get a dozen donuts, eat the dozen donuts, run back to the bell tower. All the guys on the huddle, uh, outside of maybe EJ Manuel, are a little bit overweight. A couple of them are uh, a little older. And they said, the graphic said, higher number. Who, uh, how many members of the huddle can finish the Krispy Kreme challenge or NC State wins? So, Ooh. yeah, ice cold take, screw the huddle, <sighs> NC State eight and three, go Wolfpack. Ugly, sticking in the ACC vein, the ACC basketball, man. It was, it was pitiful this past week in the ACC Big Ten challenge. I'll leave it at that. It was just, it was atrocious to watch, but that's the good, the bad, and the ugly for this week. Moving right into the AC or to the weekend look ahead, rather. Um, what are you guys? What are y'all looking forward to for this weekend? Morgan, rest and relaxation. It is one of the final weekends <laughs> we will have of just one one toddler running around. Uh, Got to finish putting Bridget's room together, and that's about it. Really exciting times in the Irby house. Maybe some Blue's Clues. I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a new episode coming out. <laughs> what are the odds you actually get rest this weekend? On a scale of one, yeah, he's holding up a zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the record, uh, Morgan and I will text them every now and then at 7 a.m. and then get a text at 10.30. Like, why are you texting me so early? It's because we're up <laughs> at between 6 and 7 a.m. every yeah. morning. And on and the flip side... Wild. Go ahead. Gosh, yeah, I'll let you do it. As that on the flip side, Engel and I will be sending texts back and forth. Sometimes we'll be respectful and take it out of the group chat, but sometimes we just don't care and we'll send it at midnight <laughs> in the group chain. Why aren't you I, responding? Because I'm asleep. And me, and, <laughs> me and Morgan have been asleep three hours by that point. It's usually about 8, 8 p.m. I'm out. <laughs> I'm usually, I used to be getting ready to go out at that time, and now I'm going to bed. Sometimes me and Logan figure you guys are going to catch it during the night feeding. So, you know, you can get back to us <laughs> yeah. by the morning. Just try to keep you updated. <laughs> then you can give, your, give us your response at the crack of dawn. <laughs> I'll send you a response at 3 a.m. How about that? <laughs> Still that's be awake. The, I was about to say, that's the, <laughs> that's the question, Tom. Are, are we awake or are we not? <laughs> All right. So what else? You guys got anything you're looking forward to this weekend? Dustin Angle? Yeah, I mean, we're just, I mean normal stuff i think the biggest thing is uh we're going to make some christmas ornaments with emmy which is kind of a first time tradition um so we're going to try to make them uh you know just at home and kind of like her handprint and put it on the tree and it'll be something we can have in years ago and think it may be the start of like a tradition where either we buy or we make an ornament every year and it's something that she can have going forward so outside of obvious sports watching and getting up at 7 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday morning with, with Emmy and Jenny. Uh, that's my weekend look ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad have been doing that for me. Um, they give me an ornament every year. It's, it's kind of cool. So um, it, it, it'd be cool if you can do that for her. Yeah. Our, our mom awesome. occasionally has given us some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty true. good. <laughs> yeah. We, we get them every now and then, but we've, I've talked to people who've done it every year and, yeah. um, and they seem, or, or people who have received one every year and they seem to be very happy about it. So we were thinking about starting that tradition. Um, 
we always talk about the SEC, at least I always do. LSU plays Florida. Um, Florida's number six. LSU is not. <laughs> Leave it at that. Normally, it's a good game. I'll, I'll have it on in the background, I guess. Um, Missouri is quietly five and three, and they're playing Georgia. I just Georgia's only lost to Alabama and Florida. Those are both arguable top six teams. I feel like Georgia has another loss in them. Um, maybe that's just me being mean spirited, but this I just do. seems this just seems like a game that they would drop. So that's my brief update on that. I'll I guess keep a lookout for that. And then the other thing that's kind of been starting to filter out, and I, I don't know if we'll talk about this here or not. But um, like later on, but I get real excited by like the year end lists. I, I like going to all the magazines and like seeing I, I tend to like the songs, not the albums. I, it's it's difficult for me to get really into an album. Maybe my attention t- span is too short, but um, it's cool to, you know, whether it's 50 songs of the year, 100 songs of the year, I try and get different outlets um, just to kind of try and uh, just it's it's nice to sit for an afternoon and while you're doing work and just, you know, especially if you can get one of the playlists on Spotify and just kind of play through them and just skip if you don't like it and add what you like. And so that's, that'll be something fun for me going forward. All right. Yeah. I I agree with that. Like I love the year end stuff with uh, albums and songs and that's why I always look forward to my Spotify wrapped uh, year in review that I get every year. So hopefully we can talk about that on a future episode, but, uh, Moving right along to the oh, yeah, ACC. Hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, one last thing I was going to add in. One other big thing I'll be doing this weekend is watching Virginia Tech take back the Commonwealth Cup. Back to where it belongs. <laughs> it's a perfect segue, Morgan. And, and now, you. That you, now that you said that, Morgan, moving right on into the ACC Week Pick'em. Uh, giving everybody an update, as always, on the cumulative records so far. Dustin in the lead at 62-18. and 18. Ryan, 61-19. and 19. Morgan at 60-20. and 20. And me trailing behind in fourth place at 58-22. and 22. So moving into the first game of the week, we have Pitt versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech coming off a loss to NC State. As we were so reminded by the ACC Network, they had 23 players missing on defense. So how will they fare this week against the Pittsburgh uh, (laughs) defense that we gave a little bit too much credit at the beginning of the year? So what do you say, Dustin? Pitt versus Georgia Tech. Well, Pitt actually does have the number two run defense in the conference. And Georgia Tech, I looked this up, gains – uh, has gained 69 yards on the ground in the passing this year, which tells you a lot about their football team. So uh, I'm going with Pitt's run defense is going to shut them, shut them down, and it's going to be a Pitt win. All right, Ryan. Oh, we made an agreement not to talk about Pitt's defense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I never shook hands on that. We gave them a lot. We can't shake hands. That's against their guidelines. <laughs> we elbow. <laughs> I thought we elbow bumped on this. <laughs> I'm going with Pitt. We'll keep it simple. Morgan? Pitt. Yeah, uh, I got Pitt as well. Uh, moving on into Wake Forest versus Louisville. Beginning of the year, Louisville was looking like to be a, one of the uh, dark horse teams in the ACC. That hasn't panned out. Wake Forest has actually been better than what I expected coming into the year. Um, so, Ryan, who you got, Wake or Louisville? Uh, there's some interesting stuff here. Um, Louisville is somehow favored by two in this game. Um, I think Wake's going to win. Wake has one turnover in all of 2020, and it was a fumble in week two against State. Um, if not for Duke, uh, Louisville would lead the ACC in turnovers. That's generally not a winning recipe. So I'm going to go with Wake Forest. Also, they put a hell of a lot of points up the last time they played against Carolina. So, Wake. All right, Morgan. Uh, yeah, I'll go Wake. I'll, I, yeah, I just I don't trust Louisville. 
I really don't. Like I said, we gave them too much. We gave them a lot of credit at the beginning of the year, and they just really haven't shown us what they were supposed to be. So I think Wake's got a good game plan. They'll probably put it away. Dustin? Uh, well, Wake's running back, uh, Kenneth Williams III, opted out of the rest of the season as of, like, this week. And he's responsible for 13 of their touchdowns. Oh, okay. And I don't have any real faith in Wake's defense, so I'm going with Louisville. So, in this game, um, I have zero faith in Louisville. Um, I know Wake's running back opted out, but uh, Sam Harvin's still a solid quarterback. He's been decent for them this year. Their receivers are are, are sneaky good. Like, they're not, like, big guys, but they they – they're a decent receiving core and their offense, you know, will take a hit with the running back going, but I still think Wake pulls this one out. I don't think there's going to be much defense. I think it's going to be a good old fashioned big 12 shootout, but got Wake Forest went in this week. All right. Next up, we have the marquee matchup for the, the week in the ACC uh, with orange bowl implications on the line. We have the one loss Miami hurricanes against uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Miami's ranked 10th Carolina 17th. So Ryan, who you got in the Tar Heels versus the hurricanes? So Miami's got the line right now. They're favored by three and a half. They've won six straight coming in. Um, I'm picking Carolina because I won't ever pick against them. And at the same time, I think that we can hang with Miami. I would like to see us knock them off. We did last year. Um, it's in Miami. Uh, Carolina, for whatever it's worth, has three guys on our offense who can go over 1,000 yards for the season. But both running backs are above 900. And then our wide receiver, De'Ami Brown, is above 930. Our defense, uh, as just mentioned about Wake Forest, right? Our defense sucks. Not great. Some fun players, really good players. but And De'Eric King, who's the quarterback for Miami, um, is the third most prolific quarterback in the country – or, sorry, in the conference behind Sam and uh, Trevor. So, I, I'm picking Carolina. I would really like to see them win. Um, if we win, I'm going to send you guys the gladiator. Are you not entertained meme that I keep sending you guys? <laughs> but, uh, you know. We'll go around the ring. It won't surprise me if you all pick the orange and green. <laughs> Dustin? Well, it is the biggest game of the week. Uh, Miami only has one loss and uh, still kind of in the hunt for top-tier bowl game. Um, Carolina looking to try to make an argument against that. Um, but, I, you know, I'm, I try to be nothing if not consistent. I've been riding the U-train all year long, talking about how good they are, and I've been just – on their side. So Derek King and the boys are going to get it done. Plus I don't want to see Carolina win. <laughs> Morgan. Uh, so you guys aren't playing Western Carolina again. Is that, that, that's not happening. No, sorry. We couldn't schedule Liberty. Well, <laughs> so. Hey, that's top 25 Liberty to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of oh. our wins. So I'll, I'm going to hammer that point home. Oh yeah. Well, I'm picking the U and that's cool that one of you guys can, maybe get over a thousand yards and hang out with uh, Heisman Herbert. He's already got over a thousand yards. <laughs> so, you know, it's old news, buddy. We're already over there. So. <laughs> Congratula- congratulations. Morgan. I need something positive this year. Come on. Give me something. Normally I would needle you, but I just said, you know what? I'm going to let him have it. <laughs> And he's leaving. Somehow after that's this year. even worse, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kid's done after this year too. But yeah, go you. I'm picking the you. Yeah, it'll, so it, it won't. It won't be a blowout. It'll it'll be close, but the U's gonna win. Yeah. So this is uh, probably 
one of the games I'm actually looking forward to watching the most this weekend. Um, you know, Miami's been pretty solid all year. Still, that's the one game I wish I could get back this year on state schedule, but state's not playing, so enough with the Wolfpack. Um, Carolina's got a dynamic offense. When they're clicking, this best offense in the ACC, in my opinion. I mean, between Michael Carter, Carter and Javante Williams, you, know, you got Brown and Newsom, you know, wide receivers, and Sam Howell's probably the best quarterback UNC's ever had in their history. They can put up points in a hurry. Um, on the flip side, their defense sucks. And they struggle sometimes with mobile quarterbacks. And De'Eric King is going to light them up through the air and on the ground. So, it's all about the U. Miami's taking it home and going straight to the Orange Bowl. And Carolina's going to drop down to the Dukes-Mayo Bowl where they belong. Is Brevin Jordan playing this week? Should we check? <laughs> we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, next matchup, we have the uh, – the Duke Blue Devils versus the Florida State Seminoles. Um, if this was 2013, both teams would be having good records. Florida State on the way to a uh, national championship, but this ain't 2013. Florida State sucks, and Duke leads the nation in turnovers. So, Dustin, <laughs> who do you, you got one more week of Duke football. Who you got, yeah. Blue Devils or Seminoles? What a terrible game. Um, if your team's closing in on possibly the record – I didn't look up to see what the all-time record is, but the record of the past 15 or so years, you ain't going to win. It's going to be the Seminoles. Morgan? Oh, free Shoes University versus a new turnover record. I, <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm going to pick Florida State as well. Uh, I think Duke will break that record of turnovers in the first half probably. All right, Ryan? I'm one game behind Dustin in the cumulative record. And we already went – he already get, went against me once. So I'm going to take Duke. Twice. Because they're favored. <laughs> Duke is favored against Florida State at Wallace Wade Stadium. So I'm taking Duke. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's All right. facto. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so this one, it's going to be a, a game filled with terrible football. Lots of turnovers, missed tackles. and uh, but. I got to say, I, I think that when you have two bad teams, it, talent is going to win out, and Florida State still has more talent on their roster than Duke. So I'm going with the Seminoles this week against the Blue Devils. Pulling for Duke, expecting the Seminole win. Hopefully this game gets canceled. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't have to watch it. And you don't have to own the record. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next up we have, uh, what is it called, Morgan? The Commonwealth Cup. That's what you yep. call it up in Virginia. So we have the Commonwealth Cup between the Virginia Cavaliers, who have had a, a better season than I expected. I mean, nothing special versus Virginia Tech. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to our Hokie, Hokie faithful over here, Morgan. Uh, let's see here. So Tech, you know, the last 15, 15 of the last 16 years, Virginia Tech has owned the cup sometimes by barely beating UVA and sometimes by uh, Virginia Tech beating what I think is their cheerleading team because that's all they had on the football field. Um, UVA has got a good football program again this year. Armstrong is a good quarterback. I'm not going to deny him that. But I think Tech's defense is just hungry for to to get another shot at it. You got a lot of seniors over there that, that want to uh, – finish it up with getting the cup back with that said you know i saw uh read somewhere earlier this week where fuentes they they sat down and watched the film from last year's game and which showed that they just weren't prepared um 
weren't, up, I guess, up to speed, motivation, and it just pissed off the entire team. And they're just hungry. They want, like I said, they want the cup back. And I think they're going to take the cup and keep it. It's coming to Blacksburg for the game, and it's staying in Blacksburg. All right, there's one Go for the Hokies. What do you say, Ryan? You're right. UVA is better than we thought. They're favored by two in Blacksburg. But this is, besides the UNC-Miami game, this is the other game that I look forward to watching. If I'm looking forward to watching it, and it's a two-point, basically a, a gimme, I'm going to cheer for the Hokies. Dustin? Yep, closely matched game. Uh, the Hokies leading rusher, Heisman Herbert's bringing that cup back to Blacksburg. <laughs> So I'm pulling for the Hokies, but I'm picking the Wahoos to take down Virginia Tech this year. It's understandable. <laughs> I think I think Herbert will be a, a a decoy, to be honest. Well, we'll they, see. They're gonna they're gonna expect Herbert, and they're gonna get Blackshear. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up the ACC week pick 'em. I'm gonna throw it over to Ryan for our next topic. All right, so for this week, we a uh, couple weeks back, I guess maybe. A little while longer than that. Things everyone seems to like, but you don't. And where this came from is in the group text, of course. Uh, there was some memes going back and forth about it's always sunny. And apparently I dropped a bomb on everyone when I said, I just don't find it's always sunny very funny. Uh, especially Danny DeVito. I just, I've seen the show. I just don't think it's funny. It's a bunch of people from Philly. They're drunks. They're just, they do terrible things to each other. They spike each other's food with and drinks with acid. Like it's just not funny. <laughs> Maybe Perfect. you're just not funny. Yeah. Flip, flip, Philadelphia. It's a better version of Seinfeld. <laughs> come on, everybody. It's, it's every, Seinfeld on crack, is what it is. Everybody wants acid in their beer, man. Come on. <laughs> I, maybe I'm not on crack. Maybe I don't find it funny. <laughs> hey, that's actually a good episode. <laughs> or, or in Dang. reality, or in reality, like. You know, I think baby's always, in a dumpster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I I just don't, I don't get how anyone can not like it's always sunny. The utter ridiculousness of how over the span of fourteen seasons that they never learn their lesson and they do not give a crap about anyone other than themselves is absolutely amazing and it's comedic gold. <laughs> and how are they not canceled at this point? Game <laughs> <Bon> card. <laughs> wow. Give it. Yeah, give you the inocular uh, pat down. <laughs> it's just the music the terrible music the 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 at the beginning whatever that classical music is the gang goes to take a crap in a porta potty it's like that's <laughs> that's the whole point of the episode like i'm not watching this he's a bird <laughs> so we were trying to come up so it kind of spans something else we were thinking like okay so apparently it's always sunny is one of my things like maybe there's like other stuff out there that like we you know don't like that apparently everybody else seems to like that you know you're not really allowed to talk about so like there you, you know how it works on the internet there's always certain things that are just sacred cows that you're not allowed to touch as soon as you do you know touch the third rail like everybody's against you right so like speaking of tv I mean, definitely the, the, or, or just media in general entertainment, the three things that immediately came to mind are game of Thrones. God forbid you say anything about that. That show sucks. That show does suck. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, so that was half of our audience that still listened to us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the Marvel, the Marvel universe. I don't. Internet it. Shut wrong, up. wrong. Wrong. I could wrong. see DC. I, I could see DC Comics. I could see that they have some nope. interesting darker superheroes. Nope. nope. Tim Burton had one good, had two good movies, and that was it for the DC. Spider Man fights himself as a purple the, Spider Man. The, M- the MCU starting in 2008 with the Iron Man film with Robert Downey Jr. cast as Iron Man through the next like 21 movies. How it almost seamlessly flows together with all the like the intricacies of the storyline for all the team up films. Like it's a fantastic series, and in particular, like I said today, Captain America: Winter Soldier is a is an amazing geopolitical thriller in the form of a comic book superhero movie. And if you don't like that, you're just flat out wrong. And that's just, I'll, like I'll that, die on that hill. You. I'll die on that hill. I don't care if it's Marvel or DC or whatever. All superhero movies are terrible. <laughs> and I'm not a child. I don't read comic books. I, I didn't even read comic books as a child. And you watch Batman as a child. Yeah, as a child. I sure <laughs> did. I also watched Ninja Turtles, but you don't see me running around watching that right now. Not until Emmy gets a little older and then we pop on the old shows. But it's now, now you're not gonna get Ryan on the show. <laughs> I mean our buddy, our buddy Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't I don't get the obsession. I don't understand why everybody like great How many people. Marvel movies have you in the MCU have you actually watched for y'all to be crapping on them like this? I would guess the over under is maybe one. I've seen that. I've seen Three of the Iron Man movies, right? And then I've seen the Iron Man movies. I've seen. I'll give you the ACDC song when they're driving through the desert in the Hummers. That was cool. That was a cool moment for about three minutes. That was a nice trailer. Um, that's about it. I don't watch anything with Spider Man. That seems really, really dumb. Oh, watch me swing from building to building. Superman is atrocious. I'd rather watch The Boys than watch Marvel. Oh my gosh, The Boys is is terrible. (laughs) It's the worst. They can't figure out Spider-Man anyway. They keep, they've had like three different Spider-Men and they've killed Uncle Ben like four times. <laughs> well, was, to, be, to be fair, the, uh, the Sam Raimi trilogy from the early 2000s and the Andrew garbage. Garfield Spider-Man from the uh, early 2010s, they're not MCU movies. They're not no. canon. So. Tobey Maguire's a horrible actor. Oh, so they're not part of the 25 movies that we're talking no, about. They're not part of the MCU, like I said, started in they 2008 owned, with Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, they were owned uh, by Sony. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, they're all terrible. But uh, my only connection to Spider-Man is when at UNCW at the dining hall, there was a guy who worked there. And every time he saw me, he'd be like, Spider-Man. And he, he said that I look like Tobey Maguire. So he was like, <laughs> Spider-Man, what's up? <laughs> he always called me Spider-Man for like four years. I guess I didn't eat in the dining hall for four years. But every now and then... I ran across him on campus. He always called me Spider-Man. And maybe that's also why I hate superhero movies. Uh, I'll tell you another one I, I can't get behind. Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. not a fan either. That just like, I'm sorry. Just no. Any, that, anyone that says Lord of the Rings is good but can't watch Marvel movies, um, talk about being a hypocrite much. Lord of the Rings is good and it's much better than superhero movies. It's no, a, but it's, but it's by your definition, three movies, it's, it's a movie three movies. children. Exactly. It's not a movie for children. It's a novel. It's a movie based on a novel, not a comic book, which are for children. Movie for children. You have little hobbits running around trying to grab a damn <laughs> ring. Yeah, okay. It, it is also a geopolitical thriller, as you said earlier. And it is, it again, but it, its basis is on a real book that adults read, 
not children read. They don't hand that out in well, second grade and say, go check of, this out. There's a lot of crappy books that have been written on that adultery. I can go on a list of them, but keeping with the TV and everything, one show that I can't get into that I think is atrocious that people love is The Walking Dead. Bunch yeah. of zombies Agree. and shit. Who cares? Cosign. I liked the first, I'll, I'll admit, I liked the first couple episodes, uh, seasons, but after after a little while, I was like, all right, um, how, how long are we, we going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. What are they at? Season 10? 11 now, I think? Like, And they have like two spinoffs. Like, are we going to like recreate, you know, the you know energy plants now and like, <laughs> have TV shows going on while zombies are in the backyard? I mean, yeah. The, the obsession with zombies and vampires by this country, I will never understand. Of Twilight, yeah. That, one, yeah. Of the, uh, one of the proudest moments of my life was when I met my now wife, then girlfriend at the time. She used to watch this terrible zombie crap on Sunday nights. She she listens to this podcast too, so don't think I'm getting away with this. I walked in, I was like, I cannot believe you sit here and watch this crap. Football is better than this. And anyways, Sunday night at that time, you know, I'm going to age myself here, was also when Mad Men was on. So we went from watching people getting their brains bashed in by whatever the moody bow and arrow guy was, whatever his name is, to watching Mad Men. I thought that that was like the, I really brought a lot of culture to her life almost immediately as soon as I was, as soon as I was in, 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 her, uh, in her life there. <laughs> <laughs> one, one last point I would like to make on television, and I might you know, step on some toes here. Not anybody on this podcast, but uh, anybody on this uh, panel here, but a lot of people out there. I don't understand people's obsession with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because think about this for a minute. What is one of the common complaints that a lot of women have about men that they date? They're, they get angry when men are seeing multiple women at once and talking to multiple women at once. But you know what we do on Sunday and Monday night or whatever it comes on? We watch a show where a man sits there and dates 20 women at one time. Tell me the logic in that one. Makes no sense. Overrated. I agree. I got another TV show that's horrible. Oh, boy. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dustin. I, now, I saw you. Go- no, please. I, go ahead. I hear you. I hear you. But we watched the, uh, the one where it was the Listen to Your Heart, where they were like trying to become singers together. That one was entertaining. <laughs> oh, man. Good, good, trashy reality TV is, is good. You can put that on. When you have children and you don't want to have to watch television because you have to deal with them, you can put that on and then be like, oh, I missed 10 minutes of this and I didn't really miss anything. No. Just like if you watch the TV, just like if you watch this TV show Lost. Yeah. That show is straight up stupid. I'm sorry. Like, How much time did you invest in it? Not none. I watched like one episode. I was like, this is going to be horrible. I hope I hope the ending is worse than the Sopranos ending. And guess what? It was pretty darn close. They find out they've been dead the entire show. It was Spoiler worse alert. than the Sopranos. Yeah, the ending <laughs> the loss was bad. Oh, I've been dead this whole time? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a eight years they, wasted. They they what happened with that is they ran out of crap to do. And they just drug it on. Like, let's throw in a flying pig or something. Let's have dreams about being back on the island. Yeah. Like, no. I guess I can keep in the TV vein and say, uh, and man, I'm going out on a limb here with this one, but I'm kind of out on that whole NFL. I'm kind of out on the whole NFL experience. 
Here's why. When I was in college, it was kind of a fun thing to like go to the bar and you wear your jersey and you drink buckets of piss water for $12. And <laughs> Good piss water. Hope you win the halftime raffle because then, you know, your bar tab was paid for. And like, it's just, you're wearing some man's name on the back of your jersey. And uh, it's just, it, everyone's, oh, can I, uh, you know, I, I, I want to watch my game. No, the Panthers Saints is on. So you've got to be on channel 18 over here. We'll bring you the little thing and you can turn it up. And like, like, no, it sucks. And being at home and this whole idea of like, let's, let's make a pot of soup and sit on the couch. No. No, whether it's NASCAR or golf or I'll go for a walk. I just, and my team's in it. I'm a Patriots fan. Like we win it every other year and I, I still don't care. It's maybe I'm just jilted and annoyed. I can't imagine what it's like for you guys to be Redskins fans and have to put up with this. First place Redskins. Yeah. Well, right. not well, well the tied. Giants. Yeah, the Giants have the tiebreaker because they won. Well, we got the comeback. We got the comeback story of the year. Yeah, that's true. But I, no, I agree. The the NFL, I've never been a big NFL fan. I, I don't understand the American obsession with the NFL. I don't either. Like, it, 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 it perplexes me. Maybe I'd feel a little different if the Redskins were ever had been good for one year in my entire existence, but they haven't. So, like, I, I sit there, and the only reason I halfway pay attention to it and get forced to watch Monday Night Football with friends and Thursday Night Football, and everybody's so excited about it is because of fantasy football. I enjoy that. Because you're funny involved in, in trash-talking friends. But other than that, the NFL sucks. Like, I, I don't enjoy watching random games. I'd rather watch college football all day long. Yeah. Same. NFL There's the tailgates. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, over the past couple of years, trying to watch the NFL has just become a headache almost. It, I mean, it really has. And I, I, don't get me wrong, I still will catch a couple of Redskins games and watch them. But it's just... You know, the commercials and then you got people bickering about, you know, starting fights over their teams. Like it's you start to fight with another person over grown men of a team that don't care about you. Once they get traded to another city, you don't care about them. You know, like why do you get so heated up over a football game like that? Like I, I just don't get it. Like these players don't care about you. They want their contract. They want to retire without multiple concussions. And that is it. Yeah, I have more connection to my alma mater and watching them go four and eight last year than I did to watching any random NFL game with a bunch of out of touch millionaires throwing a football. Like, it's it's not for me. I doubt that comes as a huge surprise to anybody that's listening to this podcast that we all appreciate college football tail- <laughs> and tailgating. But uh, I just even even here where like near near where I live, will I mean COVID's going on and my county happens to be very well locked down uh, despite what people may think about it. And uh, we walk by the bar on Sunday afternoon and everybody's at the bar in their jersey, just drinking their piss water. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's just not for me. I just, it seems like there's, it's just a sanitized experience. I like the messiness of college football. I like the argument back and forth, the the different traditions, the marching bands, the the Grove tailgating at Old Miss and all the different stuff that's associated with it. Like, what are you getting from like the, pan- not to pick on them, but what are, you, what, are you, what are you getting from the Panthers? What are you getting from the Redskins? You know, uh, this, the Hogs? It's, called, it's called growing up, Ryan. We, we've uh, grown up from those days of drinking piss water at Jerry Allen's to uh, long walks and, uh, an ornament building. <laughs> <laughs> well, I quibble with your marching band point. The Redskins have a marching band. One of the and a oh, fight I, song. Well, well, do we anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to leave that one alone. Well, as far team. as I'm concerned, we do. And speaking of songs, if we want to continue this, this I don't understand train. 
I Taylor Swift. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just not a fan um, at all. We probably got canceled now. I just sorry, not a fan. I you know I know Karen at Starbucks is waiting for the next single to drop in, in, in the, the tray for her to pick up. It's that all depends on if Taylor has a new boyfriend or not. So. I, I got to say, I'm not an ardent Taylor uh, fan, and I won't begrudge anyone for not liking her, but I am a quasi-Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> like, I, I appreciate a lot of her deep-cut songwriting. Her last record, I think, was fantastic. And, um, you know, some of those early albums she had, like, for her to be as young as she was, the songwriting prowess that she showed was was really good. But with that being said, up until the newest record, the last two or three have been utter garbage. And the only reason they were just pop collaborations with people just to sell uh, sell tickets and to make a bunch of money. And I don't regret it for making money, but the music wasn't good up until the last record. My favorite Taylor Swift album was when Ryan Adams uh, covered the Mike. <laughs> hey, there you go. That was my favorite too. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Adams is awesome. Look him up, everyone. North Carolina zone. Yeah, from Jacksonville. Got to cut his teeth in Raleigh. Uh, alt country, a little rock and roll. So country and cold cans up there. How many cardigans do you own? Since you're <laughs> such a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't mean I own anything that uh, is related to Taylor Swift. But, I mean, I can give you a list of fantastic Taylor Swift songs if you have a songwriting appreciation. It may not be the, the most, uh, I guess macho songs or the most um you know genre that you normally listen to but her i i, I gotta respect talent and the songwriting talent she has is like it, it deserves some some respect i'll let Mar- max martin know you said that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's when her music went to hell was collaborating <laughs> with shellback and max martin should have stayed with nathan chapman as the producer dustin i know you've got a long list of stuff that you dislike you got anything you want to? Uh, I mean, I've got I've got plenty of ways that I could go from this. I will say I'm indifferent to the Taylor Swift debate. You know, whatever. It's catchy music. You know, but um, I was also in Jenny's top five, so I think feel like that was kind of a a peacekeeping statement. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. She doesn't know what I'm going to. She doesn't take the time to hear what we bicker about. Um, she because she hears me talk about it all week. She doesn't need to listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Plus, she—that's more of a her and Emmy thing. She plays that when I'm not around, thankfully. <laughs> but, uh, I would say one that I'm sure would cause a little division: Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout Terrible. cookies. Suck. I don't understand the fascination with them. Like it, it, the, the Samoa is like just a big bite of uh, coconut. Coconut sucks. And I don't understand why they just try to drizzle it in chocolate to make to cover up the bad taste, and it doesn't work. And then they have the thin mints. Mint sucks. Why would you want to eat a mint cookie? I don't understand that. Like, let's eat a real cookie. You know, put some sugar and chocolate in there, and let's all get diabetes together. Like, I don't understand why we got to do these weird things. So I just Girl Scout cookies to me, everybody gets all excited, and then people walk around, you know in the office and they're like my little girl selling girl scout cookies and like i'm supposed to buy a box i'm like these things suck i don't understand why anyone buys them no one should buy girl scout cookies and then that would send them a signal that they need to make better cookies and then i maybe would be yeah and funny story about girl scout cookies that uh i agree they're terrible and um but there was the nc state tailgate uh, a few years ago so the moms would bring their little girls out there 
to try to solicit everyone to buy cookies. And the little girl walks up to me and goes, would you like to buy some cookies? And me trying to be nice to the little child. I said, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash on me. She pulls out one of those square things that people swipe the card. She goes, oh, we take card now. And I was just reminded of what one of my buddy's dad said one time. I tell you, boy, technology is going to kill a player. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the smart the smart ones pop up right next to the uh, the uh, illegal drug stores in Colorado. <laughs> Le- legal there, but that those are the smart moms. They they set up shop right beside the, the pot stores. I'll tell you what those those lemonades are good. <laughs> Dustin, I think that I think the thin mints are good if you freeze them. Only if you freeze them, and only like. Half a sleeve at a time. They usually come with like three or four or whatever. You, you can have about four of them, and then after that, hmm. it, Jenny likes patties mint. are good. Yeah, Jenny likes mint things, and I've I've always just I'm out. I don't need that. I guess it's a safe purchase for her because I'm not going to walk around eating them in the middle of the night. <laughs> keeping uh, in the um, in the food topic. I, I know, Go ahead. I, yeah, keeping on the food topic. I was going to say. People in North Carolina will hate me for this, but Pepsi sucks too. Oh, Pepsi's terrible. So is Cheerwine. Cheerwine's disgusting. Yeah, Cheerwine's bad. Cheerwine oh, is such a terrible drink. Yeah, yeah Sundrop, I like. I like Diet Sundrop. It's one of the best diet drinks. But Cheerwine and Pepsi are terrible. And everybody it's sugary in North Carolina, piss water is all it is. Yeah. What about, just... what about Mountain Roar? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Perky. Dr. Perky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. If you can't Mr. tell, Dustin and I had some of similar sodas. It's, it's, Mr. it's Mr. Pibb. He's not a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So. I would I would lean Coke, I guess. Yeah. Towards, toward, yeah. More so than Pepsi, but soda's not really a thing for me. And it yeah. certainly doesn't go in a drink either. That's for damn sure. Uh, Marty Smith would disagree. It depends on how good the bourbon is. If it's Evan Williams Green Label, you got to mix it. If it's something a little better, you can pour it over ice and it's fine. Like old old Forester. Yep. Any of those brown liquors will work. Yeah. Over ice. That's all you need. Yep. One of the first things I looked at when I went through my condo was, does it have an ice maker? Yeah, this place (laughs) is fine. Well, should we check out like if there's mold in it? No, there's an ice maker. It's fine. Oh man. Anything, anything that you're going to drink, if it's liquor or even if it's coffee, coffee with flavors. Sorry. I know we're going after the terrible Taylor Swift people again, but the pumpkin spice, the, the, the cream in your coffee. I know a lot of people do cream in the coffee. Almost everyone does worked at the workplace long enough. You, you start hanging out in the coffee station at some of these sites that I go to. And it's like, you know, Becky and Timmy got to take 30 seconds to make their coffee. They got to hit all the buttons. It's like, can you all get out of the way so I can just get three squirts of just black coffee and just move on with my day? Like, if, it ta- if it takes you five minutes just to place your order for your one cup of coffee, you need help. Yeah. Same, same yeah, thing I mean, for the skinny margs and the that, rum and Cokes and the Diet Coke. Can I, get a skin, can I get a skinny chai latte vanilla with three <laughs> squirts of, of this and some orange and some whipped cream and then uh, espresso on the side? No, here's a black coffee. Yeah, the the hard truth is if you need all of that in your coffee, you don't like coffee, you like caffeine. Like it's it's ridiculous because coffee as, coffee just needs to be black coffee in a cup and that's it. As I mean, as, Dennis, as Dennis Larry said, I'll take coffee flavored coffee, please. 
Well, an extension of that is Starbucks. Like yeah. the whole Starbucks oh, yeah. experience is terrible because you yeah. go in and they're first of all they rename small, medium, and large. Yep. Right. To make it seem fancy. And so I always go in with like an attitude and I'm like, I would like a medium black coffee. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, we, it, a, a vin- no, a medium. <laughs> it's pretty me much you, me and you both. <laughs> pretty, pretty much you, you don't go to Starbucks if you're just getting a black coffee because yeah. it's not going to work out for you. You do you if want- you have a wife. Well, basically, <laughs> Starbucks is for people who really want a milkshake, but they want to feel better about themselves. So they get coffee because it's healthier. And while wearing not with all the sugar in it. No, it's not, but it's just a mental thing. It's not that it's actually healthier. And those girls do that while showing up in their escalades with their Ugg boots and Han Solo outfits. Hey Morgan, you know you know exactly where I'm talking about when I say this, but that's North Hills. Every North Hills suburban mom. (laughs) There's there's four Starbucks within a one mile radius in North Hills. Tell me why we need four Starbucks. I'll tell you why. And Lewis Black said it best. It's for people with Alzheimer's. So as you walk out of the next one, gee, you know what I'd like? I would like some coffee. And look across the street, heaven, there's another <laughs> Starbucks. I think I think he called it the end of the universe. The Starbucks across the street from another Starbucks. <laughs> one last Good. thing that I'd like to propose for the food topic and drink topic is sushi. Sushi is not bad. I don't dislike sushi, but it is by far the most overrated food that has ever been in, like in, brought to the American uh, consciousness because everyone acts like it's a freaking event to go get sushi. And they're like, oh, you know what we're going to do this Friday? Get sushi. I'm like, all right, BFD. No one cares. Like, it, it's literally raw fish. Like, okay, if I'm going to eat it, I'm going to eat fried sushi, but it's, it's overrated as hell. They have to build it up because they spend so much money on it. Yep. They have to feel good about spending that amount of money on it. Exactly. <laughs> we only get it when we get a uh, a discount on it. I'm not going to go spend forty dollars for one roll. No, that's just absurd. No. I'll go to and we took Ryan and Melissa there to a place in Raleigh called Tasu, mm. and uh, I think it's they have a half. It's like buy one get one free. Oh uh, so, yeah, yeah. It was solid. You, yeah, it was really share, good. You, you get stuff like that, I'll buy it. But like you said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay go no. to like you know these fancy places and and pay that much money for yeah and it's like i said i'm not anti-sushi i eat sushi i just don't think it's a in a big event i think it's overrated like the the i always push back on people just because of how how great they talk like it is i was like if i really want something great i'm gonna go get a steak at a nice steakhouse (laughs) not sushi well if that's friday night dustin i know you're familiar with this scene and i'm sure it's made its way to raleigh at this point saturday morning is all about another thing that i just don't understand overpriced event related around food it's brunch eggs are three dollars for 12 (laughs) eggs crappy champagne is eight dollars a bottle what are you doing corbell buddy hundred and fifty dollars i know you want to wear your boots all right i know you want to go out (laughs) and you're it seems like we're attacking women here there's a lot of (laughs) dudes there's a lot of dudes in this city as in the washington dc metro area that love brunch I had a roommate Fact. been out every Saturday morning for brunch with his girlfriend, and they'd come home half hungover, half rolling over on the couch. Oh, I spent so much money, but at least I look good in my wayfarers. It's like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Could have had that meal at home for twenty bucks. Like, I just yeah. don't get it. The only thing good 
even even remotely good about brunch or mimosas. I do like mimosas, but they're overpriced most places. The only time right. it's worth going is if there's a place in North Hills called Stir. Then on Saturday and Sunday, it's one dollar per mimosa. So you go in there with ten bucks and you're all right. When we were when we were in Charleston. We had something similar, and we just told them to stop bringing the orange juice, if you remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I'm a fan of Prosecco. Give me some Prosecco every morning at a tailgate <laughs> or something. Yeah. I'm about can we, that. Can we just have $1 worth of champagne? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just keep those coming. <laughs> what I don't mostly don't like about brunch is that most of the places, you'll go to a table, and you'll sit there, and it's like, well – if one person does the unlimited, all six of you have to do the unlimited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All six of you have to buy the $80 all you can eat brunch. And it's like, well, I actually just want the $10 sandwich. Yeah. But if I'm with that group of people and I'm the one who's like, well, I want the $10 sandwich, I'm the jerk. Right. Because I yeah. don't want to spend $80 on an unlimited brunch and sit there for three hours sipping on mimosas. Because what happens after a couple of those? You're, you're, you're about drunk and days over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's still a pitcher. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a better option instead of brunch, if you want to do that kind of thing on a Saturday or Sunday, go to a barcade like Boxcar in Raleigh where they have $10 and they give you a bottle of champagne and then you just play old school uh, arcade games with a bottle of champagne. Do that That's instead of brunch. Where That's where that it's at. I'm, I'd be a... I'm a diner guy anyway. Yeah. If... if, if that should come as no shock to anybody who listens to the podcast, but I'd rather be there than any of those places, especially on a Sunday. You got to work on a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> speaking of social things that are vastly overrated and outright suck, um, I'd like to propose clubs. They're the worst. Um, if you're in there with a bunch of people packed in like sardines in the pre-COVID times where it's loud, they're playing atrocious EDM music and people smell bad because they're sweating and they're dancing around and half of them are high on some type of substance. It's not a good time. No, because usually you wait about 30 minutes to order a beer. You put it on your card and then it takes you about an hour to close out said card. Yeah. And by that point, you've had two beers. Exactly. And, oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's a $10 minimum charge. And you've been drinking. If it's me, I'm going, oh, you have PBR. I'll take one of those, one of those. And then like, oh, right, guys, it's time to go. Like, all right, let me, sorry, it's taking me an hour to close out. Sir, it's a $10 minimum. Like, uh, give yourself an $8 tip. Have a yeah. Day. It's for people to feel like they're in Miami when they really live in Raleigh. It's ridiculous. Some I've of us. A, I've been a never dance. I hate dance clubs. Me too. They're the worst. Some of us have been to clubs in Miami and they're not really all that much to write home about. <laughs> and you would all have to worry about meeting the $10 minimum because every drink's $16. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Just 16, for the record. $16 PBR? You hand it over. <laughs> we were with some buddies. It was pretty funny. We were down in South Beach and they're like, what do you mean it costs money to get in here? And I looked at them like they had three heads. I was like, I don't think you understand where you are and what's going on here. Yeah. Every place here is going to have this cover. Oh, and when you get inside, you're going to pay the same price for every drink. So do you still want to go? And it was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's like, come on. I tried. <laughs> there's only, speaking of things that suck, cover charges, because there's only two times that a cover charge is, is acceptable. When you're in college and you go to Greenville and you go to a little crappy dive bar called Fifth or somewhere like that, and you pay $5 and then the rest of the night, all the beers are $1. That's acceptable. Or a penny. Or, or a penny, yeah. Or alternatively, 
when you're going somewhere like lower Broadway, or even if you want to do a knockoff, like a tin roof chain where you have a live band and not a terrible DJ playing atrocious EDM music, that's acceptable because the music goes to the band, not someone to click play. That's all EDM is. They click play. <laughs> oh yeah. EDM sucks too. Yeah. Yeah. You should have oh. gone with EDM. <laughs> You should have yeah. gone with EDM. A lot of people like that. I don't think anybody <laughs> likes cover charges. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Retraction. EDM. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that computer music is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I reservedly disagree, but I'll save it for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm well, not, that's just I'm something not, else you're wrong about. <laughs> I agree. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to pay $10 to get inside to wait 30 minutes for a beer. No. While there's horrible music. I'm like, no. Yeah. That, yeah. It's just not a good time. Now that I've said EDM sucks, can I distance myself from the American population further by yeah. saying that um, I also EDM think... EDM sucks. Or, yeah, sorry, I said that the wrong way. Uh, I think it's some of it's all right. It, de- it depends on the genre, and this is why I didn't want to go down that road. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, jeans. I'm not a fan of jeans. I know it's not American. It's the least used item in my closet. I feel like I have to have them, but they're too warm in the summer. They're not warm enough in the winter. I'd never wear them like on to it to work ever. Even when it's casual Friday, I'm wearing a pair of khakis or something. And in the summer I'm wearing shorts. I don't wear jeans ever unless we're going to a country concert. And I'm like, I guess I should wear jeans to go with my cowboy boots that I feel the need to put on. Even though I live in Bethesda, Maryland, why do I have a pair of cowboy boots? Like, come on. <laughs> jeans. I, I, I don't get them. I know. Disagree. I, yeah, of course. Yeah. I disagree <laughs> on that too. Yeah. They're the most versatile I know. Outfit in your closet. Supposedly. Yeah. I wear it to work people, every day. Yeah, you can most people can wear it to work at least some, if not every day. You can work in it. You can go just out do, doing normal stuff in it. They're comfortable. I disagree. I think they're warm in winter. They do get hot in summer. That's why I wear shorts during the summertime. Same. Um, but yeah, no, jeans are jeans are great. That's such a weird thing to hate. This is this is how I've completely identified myself as being a work from home uh uppity up <laughs> goes with the carolina uh fandom i guess <laughs> oh man hey so question about your cowboy boots do they have any scuffs on them yeah they're lou casey's they've seen some they've seen some some stuff well then you'll get away with it then they're like even if you don't wear them much as long as they aren't like fresh out of the box i don't judge anybody no <laughs> no nah, they've seen some stuff from back in the At day at some were... point they have to be fresh out of the box yeah, but that's different. I mean, when you initially buy them, but it's different if you just buy them and you wear them a lot versus you buy them and then they sit in your closet and they just always look like they're fresh out of the box. I'll send you a picture later. So you yeah. can see they're all scuffed up. <laughs> I mean, th- talking about boots made me think about this. I hate shoes. Shoes are yeah. terrible. I, I don't like wearing shoes. I like wearing flip-flops, yep. shorts, yeah. and a t-shirt. I, I don't... I. I wear Sperry's most of the time because that's about the only shoe that I find like semi comfortable and useful, but almost every other shoe you just sweat and you're hot or maybe it doesn't have enough coverage and you're cold in the winter or it's snowing and you have to wear a a specific kind of boot. I mean, it's terrible. I just, I hate, I would want to live in a place where I wear flip-flops every day, period, and never have to put another pair of shoes on. I'd like to have zero shoes in my closet. Flip-flops and boat shoes are my favorite. I um I do like boots here in the winter because it does get cold here. 
uh, well, cold for North Carolina, I should say, because for some people it's not, but for me, yeah, it's cold. And, uh, I do love, I do love my boots. They're very comfortable. Boat shoes are by far my favorite. Like you get the nice berries. Those things last a long time. They're super comfortable. Wear them with long pants, wear them with shorts. You know, they're very versatile. The part, the shoes that I don't understand people's obsession with are, uh, when they spend tons of money on, uh, basketball shoes. And I have friends and coworkers that spend a ridiculous amount of money just because they want to get the new Jordans. Makes no sense to me. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I haven't bought basketball shoes since 2011, 2012 when I was in high school playing basketball. And that's the only acceptable time to play basketball, would get basketball shoes. Well, that's literally in the name. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Buying them as an adult and spending $400 just because it has the most overrated human being ever michael jordan's name on it that's another thing i don't like that everybody else does is michael jordan but uh jordan's are overrated and then putting them in a case in your home to have people look at them basically yeah and never ever actually using them and freaking out if someone drops like sweat on them or something yeah ridiculous morgan speaking of people who need special shoes me and you have a special shared hatred for runners and 5kers and triathletes and from our days at the hotel you want to give your takes on all their special needs. And I don't mean the, <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, their special requests that yeah. they were asking <laughs> for their 73 and a half degree thermostat for them to, you know, walk a 3.1 mile race the next day and everything else. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to say, man? They annoy the piss out of me. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Just look, you know, I, I have all props in the world for marathon runners who do you know yep. Boston Marathon, the big, big boy ones, but all those people who do like these tiny half you know, half whatever. I don't know all the all of them, but like the, the little ones where a ten year old could do just to get all these trophies that they can put in their room. Like, hey you you want to see my trophy room? I'm like, oh you're an athlete in high school. And you walk in and there's the Disney one for half K. And there's uh the Carolina Beach turkey run and you're like, hey, you're like <laughs> 50 of these and here's a picture with each one and it's like okay uh don't get it hey that's that's fine yeah the of course the idea here is that it's it's things that people apparently find popular that we just don't understand i just don't i just don't get the idea of running an obstacle course in a tutu i just don't understand the desire to complete a dumbed down boot camp like like, oh, watch watch me climb the ladder and swing across the fire pit, which, of course, is never going to burn you because, you know, God forbid they get sued. And then all the money that was going to the charity <laughs> would have to go to pay that person's medical bills for an ankle burn. So whatever. Just- and I'll finish it off with my hate. Well, I understand for this one is it's CrossFit. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. And and I'll and I'll admit I actually were like you know what I want to get in good shape for the wedding I tried it for a, a little bit and it is like being in a fraternity you paying to be around special people who <laughs> all just want to act like they were in the military no none of them were and it just uh, hey let's do fifty burpees and then flip a tire and then jump on this box you know it's like. It's they all felt like they're higher up than other people, and it's like, hey, you're working. Look, look, man, just go to the gym and work out. Like you're not so, better than anybody else. It's a <laughs> lifestyle, Morgan. Well, it's not you know how lifestyle. you can tell if someone uh, does CrossFit. 
they tell yeah, you within the first two minutes. <laughs> hey, how, how many squats can you do in five minutes? <laughs> I don't know. Not to mention uh, they wear the little wristband that says CrossFit. And the t-shirts. I hope my client from work never finds this and never hears it because he is like super into this. He like competes nationally and yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is popular. I don't get the appeal. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's I don't a lot get the appeal of working out for that matter. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> like the, the most I want to walk is me walking to the fridge to get another IPA. <laughs> And if I can cut that part out, then all the yeah. better. That's where our younger brother has it right. He trained his dog to be able to get a beer for him out of the fridge. <laughs> how many curls can I do in, in 30 minutes? Well, let's see. How many IPAs can I do? <laughs> yeah, how many have a drink? <laughs> have, we, uh, have we offended and pissed off the rest of our listenership? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, look, we can revisit this down the line because i'm sure we all had 15 or 50 things <laughs> that we could yeah. talk about this is just part one of what grinds our gears like we'll, we'll definitely revisit this in the future for part two because there wasn't there's not enough time in one ep- one episode to really cover everything that annoys me <laughs> if we did this topic dive bars and cities or trips we've been to we would be golden for like six months perfect <laughs> <laughs> it- so it would put the miserable and miserable and reckless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, cool. So for uh, Dustin, Ryan, and Morgan, I'm Logan. This wraps this episode of, of an extra miserable episode of Miserable and Reckless. We'll see you guys next week.